Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 22 of In the Movies. This week, we're talking about Spirited Away and Hayao Miyazaki's female heroes. Welcome to Jurassic Park. I am Iron Man. Or maybe I was just a girl interrupted. She is so adorably clueless. Beetlejuice. Be kind, rewind. It is just a bunch of hocus pocus. Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. So how are you, Juliana? I'm great. No, you're not. You're tired. <laughs> I'm tired. I was um, in uh, Franklin, Tennessee, which is just outside Nashville. The sequel to Elizabethtown. The sequel to Elizabethtown, <laughs> which um, for us from Ottawa is an 18-hour drive. So we did it in two days driving down, spent 36 hours in Franklin, and drove 18 hours home straight. So oh I'm a little bit tired, but hey, Canada, where we don't have... <laughs> Was it really much warmer down there? Yeah. Like, it was like 25 really? and 27. I got like, I got sun. Oh I have tan lines. <laughs> Yeah. I keep looking at, like, the two-week forecast here, and I'm like, it's May now. You can warm up, please. (laughs) I know. It's chilly here. I got back, and I was like, oh. Because I started out the trip back in shorts and a tank top (laughs) and progressively put more clothes on as we got closer to Canada. Oh, Um, my God. But, yeah. Tennessee's beautiful. It's amazing. Because it's all, like, hills and so green because they're, like, four months ahead of us. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but um, Nashville gets, because they're in, like, a bowl, they get oh, a yeah. lot of fog, a lot of humidity, and oh. tornadoes. So there's that. That's interesting. Yeah. What have you been up to while I left? <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing this weekend. But, um, well, watching some of these movies. Um, fun news. I got a new job. Yay, Tish. Yay. I'm working for the... Can- Canadian, Canadian Film (laughs) Institute. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I'm working for like film festivals and stuff. So um, coming up, actually starting this week, is uh, the Latin American Film Festival, and I'm helping out with that. We're going to go see some movies. Yeah, we guess we do. We're going to, yeah, we're going to hopefully see a few, couple of them at least, um, and make uh, videos after, little review videos. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, if you're in Ottawa, <laughs> check that out, Latin American <laughs> Film Festival. Um, there's, like, one movie every night for, like, two weeks, and they're all really great from Latin American countries. Yeah. Like, all my movies, you're getting me free tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Once again, I'm getting us tickets. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what I've been busy doing, working. I'm also working for the animation festival, the big festival that happens in uh, the fall. So we're already getting ready for that. Yay. Cool new job! With perks! It's also the reason we got to go see the Jungle Book, because they had passes at work, and I was like, oh, do you want one? I was like, yes! (laughs) You're like, anytime there's passes. Yes, please. If you have a, like... (laughs) Count me in. If you can get some, like, please, all the time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's cool. So let's talk about this movie. Yay. It's Spirited Away from 2001, directed and written by Hayao Miyazaki. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> I assume I'm pronouncing it right. I, <laughs> I think you are. It's just forever. That's um, <laughs> the way it's spelled. Yeah. Um, starring Japanese voice actors that we've never heard of, or in the English dub, uh, Devay Chase as Chihiro slash Sen, who you may know as Donnie Darko's little sister, mm-hmm. or the girl from The Ring, or uh, Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. She did the voice for that, too. Um, just fun facts. There's some other uh, voice actors you may recognize as well. But Anyway, uh, Spirited Away is, during her family's move to the suburbs, a sullen 10-year-old girl wanders into a world ruled by gods, witches, and spirits, and where humans are changed into beasts. Sure. That's pretty accurate, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like gods? Gods? (laughs) Were there gods? No, it was a bathhouse for spirits. Yeah, that's why I was... I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so they stumble into what they think is an abandoned 
theme park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I feel like that's one of those things where I'm not Japanese, and they were like, oh, this weird abandoned theme park, and I'm like, is that actually, that's a thing in Japan? I'm assuming it is. Thing. I've seen, like, cool pictures of, like, abandoned theme parks around the world, and there's, I think there's quite a few, like, in Japan. Yeah, so like, obviously, they, they just went on a amusement park building spree and then in the 90s I think yeah down. and then like they didn't finish some of them or like they like they never even finished some of them and mm-hmm. so they're just like there like grass growing up yeah google creepy. it there's some good pictures creepy <laughs> yeah creepy and cool um yeah and then it just like similar stories like Alice in Wonderland or Wizard of Oz it's like they go into this place and then all of a sudden they're in a different world World, or the sun's going down, the spirits are coming out and it's like, ah. Yeah, they cross over the river and then they stay too long. Yes. Well, they eat the food. They eat the food and then once the sun goes down, Mm -hmm. So parents are turning into pigs. (laughs) Yeah. Which, like, freaked me out the first time I saw it. It's like, it's pretty, oh, it's almost grotesque, right? Yeah. Like the pig thing. The pigs are really. And then really... like, slapped. And, I don't know. It's the one Ugh. part of the movie I'm like, ugh. Yeah. They're very, gross. like, supposed to be big, fat, and gross, and, like, gobbling down food. And, like, yeah. Like, slobbering. And just, like, ugh. And yeah. you get that. Like, that's what you yeah. get watching it. Because, um, obvi- uh, obviously, this movie has something to say about greed <laughs> and gluttony kind yes. of themes. No kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, should we just, like, what should we talk about first? There's so much. Um, I guess we want to talk about dubbing and subtitles, because this is a Japanese animated movie, Mm -hmm. so it was made with Japanese language (laughs) voice acting, and it has English subtitle options, or, uh, Disney, um, kind of, yeah, in, I think it was in... 97 when they first like teamed up and became their distributor here and they started making their relative to some like good English dubbing. Yeah. And I think that that was a change. I was reading a little bit on it and they were saying for some of the other films that were out like before Disney took Mm -hmm. over that there were dubs done that Mm -hmm. weren't So there's like you have the subtitled and then you have like two dub versions, the Mm -hmm. early dub version and the Disney dub version. And then I was like, that's confusing. I, whatever I yeah. can find for free on the internet <laughs> is what I'm watching. Yeah. Um, I had always... We talked about this briefly when I listed Spirited Away in my uh, favorites mm-hmm. my birthday episode, that you've only ever watched subtitled mm-hmm. stuff, and I've always watched the dubbed. So, for this, I was like, let's switch, and uh, I'll watch subtitles, whatever. What ended up happening is uh, Spirited Away and the other ones I watched in prep for this, I kind of did a little bit of both. I yeah. watched some with the Japanese voice and English subtitles, and then I'd watch it with the English voice and English subtitles to compare them, and kind of did a little bit of everything just to get a taste. But generally, I just I like just having the English dub. And there, are, it's interesting. Easier you don't have to focus on the words. Yeah, basically, and I guess I'm used to it now because I've seen them all, but. Yeah, there were parts in, like, Spirited Away, I watched a lot of it with Japanese with the subtitles, and, um, it's good to actually, like, hear the original Japanese, but I also, I think, um, with Japanese, because it's such a different language, like, even, like, sentence structure and stuff is so different that with maybe, like, a French movie or, like, something closer to English, um... I would hear, like, the tone better and, like, kind of understand how they're talking just because mm-hmm. I would... It would just sound more familiar. Yeah. With Japanese, the tone maybe yeah. isn't as obvious. Yeah, like, or, like, little... Sound. You know, like, or when they... Sometimes you emphasize a word or, like, you say something a little funny, like, I wouldn't recognize that in the Japanese voices. Mm-hmm. And the subtitles, I feel, are not as written as well as the English script. So... I just feel like I don't gain a lot from, like, hearing the original voices. I'm like, yeah, but it, sadly, it doesn't mean much to me, yeah. even, you know? Um, I was going to watch Spirited Away dubbed, but I couldn't find it dubbed. I found it subtitled. <laughs> so I, wa- I rewatched it subtitled again, but all the other ones I watched, I watched dubbed. Um, so at least I have, like, a sense of it. Mm. And, um... I'd agree maybe a little bit with the, like, the writing of it. For me, like, when I watch it dubbed, I'm, 
it becomes like an American film mm-hmm. a lot more. Like I'm like, oh, that's Billy Crystal. <laughs> There's that too, <laughs> which isn't necessarily like a bad thing because they they get voice like people doing the voices that can do a very good job. Yeah. Um, and it is like much more familiar, but uh, I don't know. There's something about watching films subtitled when they're mm. foreign that I just really enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I thought I'd be like annoyed with subtitles because I'm like, oh, I just want to watch the pretty movie. Yeah. But I did find, yeah, I really enjoyed, especially like Spirited Away. I watched, of all of them, I watched like the most of mm-hmm. that one with subtitles. And um, yeah, I enjoyed hearing. I don't know. It's just a different yeah. way to watch it a is. movie. It, I, I don't think there's a right way or wrong way. It's no. I think... Kind of whatever you're feeling. Like, there are differences between the subtitles and the English script, and I feel like the subtitles were just more, like, literally translated, whereas the dubbing, they really write a script. Um, and there is instances, and you can probably look it up in, like, IMDb trivia, of, like, almost, like, plot points, like, bigger things that they do change with the words that really might change the meaning of the movie, but... I don't know. It was interesting watching, listening to the English and reading the English subtitles at the same time and seeing the little differences or sometimes bigger differences. differences. Um, Not a lot, but um, yeah, just like the little way that like the subtitle would just say something very, like I said, like literally translated, like here we are, where like the script would like add a little bit more and like just make it sound more, I guess, conversational. yeah. Yeah. Which I guess, I mean, there's no such thing as literally translating anything, you know? (laughs) No. So they have to just, you know, get the idea of it Mm -hmm. for each scene and, like, characters and everything. I also think, like, Miyazaki films in particular, with their partnership with Disney, are, like, a different animal from, like, other, like, Mm -hmm. dubbed and subbed, like, anime films. Yeah, when you have someone big like Disney bringing it to western uh to english um you know it's they're gonna like write a proper script and get actors and yeah i guess because there's i was just in some of the research they were saying like well there's a big thing where like subbing is always better than dubbing but not necessarily in miyazaki films that's what i read too so i felt like kind of better about myself (laughs) for always watching it with the dubs and i was like okay i don't feel too bad like people seem to concur that they do a good job Job, with the dubbing and it's not taking away from the movie yeah um although i did also read about things that they had changed with the like, initial release of the Disney dub, but then they've changed back. back. Like, they, um, for example, um, in Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. they originally added um, Gigi the cat, because she loses her ability to understand him. Um, they added a line at the end that he could talk again, and that's, like, not... Then then they took it out. Like, when I watched it, it wasn't there, because... Um, like, the point of that was that she's outgrown him and she can't talk to him anymore. It wasn't, like, a temporary, now I've got my powers back, I can talk to my cat again. It was meant to be she's matured out of talking to her cat. So, like, mm-hmm. something little like that, like, they added that, and, like, that would change the meaning of the movie. Yeah. And that kind of, you know. Um, also in Kiki's delivery service, um, in the English dub... The cat, Gigi, is voiced by Phil Hartman, who, if you don't know right away, just like IMDb him, you'll recognize him, and you definitely would recognize his voice. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, like, grown man, comedian, super sarcastic, um, very distinct voice, and when I switched to the Japanese audio, it was like a child's voice, and I was like, oh, that's a big difference. (laughs) So they really kind of changed the character to be this sarcastic kind of cat friend like grown with a grown man's voice yeah um which i think is just a yeah like an american that's the kind of sidekick that we would well yeah it reminds me of sabrina right like where you have like the sassy sarcastic (laughs) cat that never wants to you know go along with your adventure yeah it does anyway (laughs) i read something about um traditionally in like japanese stories like cats are given like a child's kind of genderless voice and that's what this sounded like so i was like okay they really americanize mm-hmm. that but i mean it's fun it is fun the cat's he sassy was, yeah <laughs> so i don't know i think our point is like you could do either yeah it's all good for sure there's no if you want to learn japanese and just listen to the japanese <laughs> subtitles that would work too 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no. there's not really a right or wrong, no. particularly for these films when it's it's done well, you know. Yeah, I think that's all. It's been given the time and effort because it's Disney and Studio yeah. Ghibli. Is also, <laughs> they're both big, you know, and it's meant to be distributed everywhere, so they're really putting in the effort. I think the best way to do it is if you're watching anime, if it's not this maybe look online and mm-hmm. see generally what the consensus is as to what's a better version. Yeah. If, I think all if the, you care. <laughs> all the other anime that I've watched, I mean, I don't think I've really compared like I did with these, but, um, I mean, they're good movies. Like, mm-hmm. I like them. They're all good. So I assume generally, like, if it's getting a kind of big enough release that it's being released in, uh... Like America, that they do a that good job. they really yeah they really put the effort in and like if I recognize any of the actors that they use then definitely yeah yeah because yeah, they're paying for them so you know yeah they're gonna so you know they really put yeah put effort into it if they're um, spending money yeah my thing I just would I prefer dubbing because I'm like I'm always saying I'm very visual so I just mm-hmm. want to like I don't want to have to read subtitles like I have no problem um, watching foreign films with subtitles. But, um, I do feel like, you know, you can miss out. And also sometimes, like, they put a whole sentence there while, like, the person is talking. So you're, like, reading the whole sentence while they're still talking through, you know? It's, like, a weird timing thing. Yeah. And then I'm, like, reading instead of watching them speak and, like, take their time. <laughs> spe- I don't know. There. Anyway, that's uh, what's our experience. Watch kind of... it whatever way you want. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's what we discovered. Yeah. Definitely when it comes to Studio I, Ghibli, they're... I enjoyed good. it either way, Yay. so... Um, but yeah, if you want to see the difference, like, put on the subtitles with the English dub and kind of yeah. see what I'm talking about, like, and then maybe that will depend what you want to do. Alright, so anyway, Spirited Away... We've both seen many times before. Yeah, I forgot it was released in 2000 when that made me feel old. Well, I think it was later. In, yeah, well, Japan in 2001. Yeah. I think it was, like... I want to say 2006. I was thinking six here. Because I feel like that was around the time that I saw it at a friend's house that she had rented it. Okay. It was, like, six or seven. I so. feel like I saw it in the movie theater mm-hmm. with my dad. This is definitely, like, the biggest release of, it's, so, f- at that time of uh, Studio Ghibli. Yeah, and it's Japanese. still the most popular one by far. By and far. And won the Oscar. Yeah. That was the big thing. That yeah. really... I think I'm not the only one who, like, because of this being so popular and getting so much attention, like, being coming aware of mm-hmm. anime as, like, accessible with English dubbing and stuff. Like, oh, I can watch this kind of movie For that sure. I've never seen before. Yeah, it kind of awesome. lifted the entire genre mm-hmm. into, like... Brought it over. <laughs> the and brought it into the mainstream. Western cultural mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're so glad it did. Yeah. it's great. Um, so we've got Chihiro, yes. our little girl, our hero, our female lead, mm-hmm. <laughs> as usual. Yes. She moves to the new a new place. We never see, but <laughs> I was just I was like, they're driving up and they're like, there's our house up there. I know. <laughs> um, Which is also a common thing. Yeah, Totoro, they are moving into a new house. Yeah. Um, Even Kiki, I mean, she leaves home. Right. Well, and it's all about like girls, like, they finding their start a new adventure yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah, they all come. I was like, even in house, she, she leaves. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's all about leaving home. Leaving home. <laughs> when you're a little girl. And moving to a new place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're introduced to this new world where spirits come to the bathhouse. Which yes, I feel like, again, back to the fresh. like dubbing and stuff, there were more lines kind of explaining the, the bathhouse, bathhouse more in the dubbing than in the subtitles. The few times I was looking at both. Because that's not a thing we know about here. Yeah, we don't. Whereas a bathhouse is a thing that they would just know about (laughs) in Japan. Um, Not one for spirits, but (laughs) human bathhouse thing. Yes. Um, Yeah, so they 
but it is very weird. It's mostly just about, like, they come here to, like, replenish and refresh. And yeah, they kind of took the idea of bathhouses, like spa kind of things, if you want to compare it to something we <laughs> would know more about. Um, and I was like, yeah, let's make it spirits <laughs> of gotcha. all types. And uh, I thought it was so cool with the, like, boiler room, and he, like, adds the herbs to it up there, and then, like, the water comes... It's, like, it's a cool system. <laughs> the boiler room's my favorite, like, parts of the movie. With the little sits. The little sit thingies. Uh, they're so cute when they feed them the little star candies. I know. <laughs> I, I just love them. I love him with all his arms. Yeah. He's so handy. <laughs> he can get literally. So he has a lot of hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's really cool. I don't know. I love this yeah. movie. It's, uh, I haven't watched it in a while, and watching it, I was like, this is so weird. Yeah, um, just like, um, it is really weird, and it's also just like one weird thing after another sometimes. Um, I know everyone friggin' loves this movie and like, like great ratings and stuff, but watching it this time, I was like, it does feel a little like, and then this happens, and then this happens, which is very fairy tale to me. Like, if you read a fairy tale, it's yeah. like, and then this happened, and then the boy went here, and then. And I felt, like, a little like that. Maybe That's it was fair. part of the, like, translation kind of thing, but it did seem like, and now I'm going here, and now I'm going to go outside and meet Haku, and now I'm working, and now I'm going to take this back to the witch and get on the train. And yeah. Like, okay. That part's always, like, a little weird to me. Like, I understand she does it to, like, save Haku, but mm-hmm. I'm like, what, he obviously stole it for a reason. Yeah, she's just suddenly like, I know what to do. <laughs> and maybe it's the subtitling because she's like, I'm going to take it. And I'm like, and then he doesn't seem to mind that she just like took it back. And I'm like, well, why the fuck did you steal it in the first place? Well, he had to because Yubaba has some, that slug thing in it. Right. Yeah, but I'm but, just saying, like, yeah, I don't know. At times I was like, because I, when I watch movies for the podcast, I'm an- more analytical. Yeah. So this time I was paying attention to like, this feels a little like... And then yeah. this, and then now it's, this is how. But I feel like that doesn't bother me as much because it's such a fantastical world. Yeah. Everything that happens is, like, so crazy and new anyway, so it's like, okay, now this is happening. <laughs> now there's a spirit. Sure. Now we're pulling a bicycle and all this stuff out of the slime I thing. I assumed it was, like, because he turns into, like, a dragony thing. Yeah, it was a river spirit. I assumed it was also a river spirit, and it's, yeah. like, all the pollution in it, right? Yeah, yeah. that was... Yeah. Because, like, it's also a big thing for Miyazaki's, like, yes. environmentalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Chihiro, our hero. Chihiro. <laughs> um, Chihiro slash Sen. Um, yes. And then her traditional... She's the hero. Her companion, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she meets along the way, is Haku, who works for Yubaba, who runs this bathhouse, who is kind of our villain, but with Miyazaki. There's never just a black and white, good and evil no. villain. Um, always... She has her own stuff going on. Yeah, he's very good at even making, like, this the companions and the villains very multi-dimensional. Yeah, there are no flat characters no. in Miyazaki's world. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've got, oh, Lin, who's kind of like her mentor, teacher. Rin. Lin. Rin? Lin. <laughs> <laughs> Dubbing versus <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely calling her Lynn. Maybe they changed it. It was written in the subtitles when I read it. Is that like Japanese people confusing their L's and R's? I though? don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know if I saw her name ever. But I have a feeling it was like L-I-N Lynn, not L-Y-N-N. No, no, I, underst- I understood yeah. that part. Yeah. I'm just curious as what it billed as. Because okay. now I don't know. It could be either. <laughs> um, doesn't matter. <laughs> things, it doesn't yeah. really. Um, and she's a really cool character, too. She acts really tough, but then she's, like, actually really sweet and helpful to Sen. Um, yeah, and then there's No Face... Yeah, that's a whole other weird thing. Okay, so the, that maybe it's explained better in the dubbing. Okay. The idea of no face. Because, like, it's just a spirit that is not supposed to be in the bathhouse. That she lets into the bathhouse. Mm-hmm. And then he goes fucking crazy in the bathhouse. Yeah, it seems to be a spirit that 
kind of only exists if you notice it because he's only we only see him like when Sen looks at him yeah. and then he absorbs stuff and like the more people pay attention to him like the bigger he gets and so he keeps giving them gold and like when she rejects his gold he kind of starts to fade away yeah like and he seems like he's a spirit that just wants to be like a connection and that sort of thing because he keeps always trying to offer her what she wants and yeah he just kind of feeds on attention kind of yeah um yeah and he keeps he eats the frog guy and kind of absorbs his personality and somewhat physicality and then like kind of absorbs the personality and stuff of everyone he eats and um yeah it's interesting and then she kind of heals him and brings him back and then there's the weird train trip. It seems like such tr- a separate story. Yeah, I know that the trip at the end. So she's got does. her little like rat baby and little bird. Oh, I love the rat. Baby. <laughs> and then like no face. She's like, okay, come along. Yeah, no. After he was just terrible and like eight people. She's like, okay, you've calmed down. You and I guess like, that's why I'm confused because she's just like, well, uh, the bathhouse made him crazy, and I'm just yeah. like, so. Yeah, that's and not L- good. Lynn was like, like let him go after her. She was just like, if you hurt her, and I was yeah. like, he was literally just like killing people, and you're just like, okay, go with her on her adventure. Yeah. But in the end, he he and Zaneba, 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 yeah. they they're like, oh, she's like, you're such a good help. You can just hang out with yeah. me, and I'm like, He's oh, like, they okay. found each other. They just seem to be like have any other drive in life. He just kind of wants to be noticed it seems mm-hmm. like so he can stay there and help her and right. spin the yarn and yeah <laughs> um, uh, yeah so many weird things <sighs> oh yeah the thing that made me go this is so weird is when after they like clean out the <laughs> river spirit whatever mm-hmm. it's just like this she has this like weird moment in the water with like a vision and it's like that weird face just pops up and says something and then like the water goes away and the river spirit like flies away and I'm like this is so trippy yeah the like weird like like mouth agape like skull face mask comes out of like what yeah and that's supposed that was him I guess like talking to a weird vision yeah it was weird well then she's left with that like healing yeah she doesn't really know like that was always weird too that was a weird part of it she doesn't explain (laughs) what it is to her I know she tries to eat it at one point she's like that's disgusting yeah she's like what should I do even though she did that she's like well clearly this is medicine and you should all have it to everyone who needs it and I'm like that's what I mean about something's like seeming like kind of out of nowhere like not explained she's just like you know like it seemed like such a fairy tale like a quest thing like I have this tool I know what it does like if you're in a video game and you would just be like oh this thing I know how to use it but really if you had this thing you wouldn't be like oh this is if you eat it you get healed no yeah you'd be like, like what shoving is it in off? Haku's dragon mouth <laughs> it's like you don't know what that is <laughs> can do more harm than good what are you doing I don't understand but yeah it's fun no, it makes it's for a, a fun story <laughs> um I don't know what else should we say. The themes, there are many themes. Yes. We're talking more about Miyazaki's themes. Like I said, greed is a big thing with no In face. This one, yeah, for sure. And uh, Yubaba. Um, with like her baby. <laughs> that was such a weird thing. Yeah, but we find that weird too because I'm like. She treated him more like a pet. E- well, is, yeah. You know? Well, and it's. Because just like Chihiro goes through her own like. I'm able to do these things and to, like, stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. The baby literally learned to yeah. stand on his own two feet. And I was like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Everyone's oh, I don't need to be a journey. crazy asshole baby all the time. Yeah. He's not really a baby. He no, but that's the thing. He's like, it's what... I don't know what... Like, he's a... It's not me. It's like a weird pet. A weird she's like, giant baby. Yeah. That she just, like, keeps him in that room and, like... Does he just like whines? Yeah, I don't know what that was trying to say. Um, but yeah, greed is a thing. Um, I guess like the nature is in there, like he's a river spirit trapped kind Mm -hmm. of as a human kind of thing. Yeah, and he can't find his way back. We learn because they like filled in the river and built houses on it. Yeah, and also (laughs) Yubaba like steals their names. Yeah, but yeah, 
Yeah, he needs a river to be a river spirit. I would assume so. That was such a cute, nice ending where she was like, I know how I know you and why I feel connected to you. You were, like, I almost drowned in you, but you yeah, saved me. You saved me. And I was like, I oh, that's so nice. He's like, oh, yeah, I remember your shoe. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, so, yeah, um, that's another theme is having our young female hero, and usually her companion is a male but there's no romantic love. No. There's love. There's always a message of love in these movies, but it's not romantic. She's 10. Um, and yeah, that would be like weird. He's kind of more like a guardian, guardian yeah. spirit to her, and that's the love that they feel. Yeah. I like that they, that so often it's just love, just love represented, yeah. not like... Nothing, yeah. Because they're like, young girls. Boyfriend, to, girlfriend. Uh, yeah. No one wants that. You know how much we hate happy endings. Like, that's <laughs> everyone ends up together, paired off. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, what did we learn from this movie? What? Jihiro is very brave. She's like scared, like annoyed little baby at the beginning. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I have to save my parents, so I'm going to work hard and okay. I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to be brave and save Haku because I love him and he's going to help me. And. I do like that. I yeah, I hate her at the beginning of this film. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, stop whining. But then by the end, she's like, whatever, I can handle a new place, a new school, new friends. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I just beat a witch. <laughs> <I'm> just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, that's spirited away. Spirited away, yay. Um, all right, female representation. I didn't even look at this, so I'm glad that you have all the numbers. Um, yeah. The great numbers. <laughs> um, I don't know, what do you think? On-screen female representation? Oh, that like gets, a? like, an A, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's really mostly just Chihiro. As far as, like... I mean, I guess we do have a range of characters. Yeah. we have Lin and everyone. Rin. <laughs> Lin, Rin. Um, Rin, Lin. Rin, Lin. Um, yeah, so yeah. we do have, like, a wide range of them. Female, even her mom. I mean, you just see different, mm-hmm. like, kind of versions of women. And they're all, like, fully defined characters. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's probably, like, all Miyazaki movies are pretty. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure every. I'll, I, I watched four, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I give all of them an A. So. Yeah. There's in no. Terms of on camera. Like, we talk about there's archetypes, because they are, like, fairy tales, but there's no, like, yeah. bad stereotypes. No, so no, no. There's never anything really, like, oh, this thing again. Um, anyway, so, yay, A. Good for you, Mizaki. Um, female crew tally, sadly, one out of 17, and it was an English producer for yeah, the English makes, version. <laughs> makes me sad. So, come on, Japan. You need some more ladies in your animation crews. Um, okay, so Rotten Tomatoes, we always, we don't like to specifically rate things, but we like to so we'll use talk about other people's ratings. Um there's the critics and the audience. So the critics is 97, the audience is 96. But it was pointed out to me, or uh, some, reminded me of someone who was talking about Rotten Tomatoes, that that score is not the average score. Like, people didn't give it a percentage, and the average is 97. Mm-hmm. It's 97% of critics gave it a positive review, which is like... Of course. 7.5 out of 10 or higher, yeah. or 3.5 out of 5. Yeah, they didn't give it, like, an A+. Plus. They gave yeah. it. It's just yeah. 97% of critics gave Say it a it's a positive. good movie. <laughs> yeah. So the actual average rating was 8.6 out of 10, and the audience was 4.2 out of 5. So there's, like, the ratings, but... They're pretty close. It'd be, like, yeah. 86, 84. It's, like, a kind of I mean, it's... tricky, almost deceptive way of looking at it, but, um... But also, I think, yeah, it's a good way, like... Yeah. So 97 means, like, 97% liked it. People liked it, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think, I mean, I'm not surprised that the scores are close for this one, Mm -hmm. and I'm not surprised that they're as high as they are. And for a lot of people, this is the only, like, Miyazaki film they've ever seen, too. Or anime. anime. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, uh, won the Oscar, (laughs) and it really got, yeah. I mean... Were we talking about this on the podcast or before? <laughs> I already forget. Um, that um, because it was released with like Disney and stuff, like this is how we yeah. kind of even found out about anime. So yeah, it was a pretty big deal. It's still like the best. 
the best whatever like winning awards and release and yeah. acclaimed uh but yeah Miyazaki by, movie for sure the most highly acclaimed yes. or at least and in North perceived. America yeah even know. around the world like it won um like the Japanese like best picture and all that kind of gotcha. stuff or best animation whatever they have um yeah so let's talk more about Hayao Miyazaki's Hiya. female heroes <laughs> our favorite thing because if we're gonna talk about Miyazaki that's really a big part of it yes what makes his movies so different and something that it's we so quite great. enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Women in film. We were mm. like talking about that. Shocking. Have we talked about that before? It was like we talk about it every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like we have a little section that we just we talk about. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day, how like when we started this, like I had the format in my, like of talking about a movie and then a topic mm-hmm. and how it's like evolved into we talk so much about female representation and stuff and I was like that's well that's how it should go I just kind of started like I want to talk about movies and then that's our slant on it it's become that's what's important to it I was gonna say that's something that for us in particular is like a bonding thing with yeah I mean obviously because we're women I think any women talking about movies are gonna talk about women in movies but we're like fiercely like (laughs) really like like adamant about yes. like behind the scenes like everything which for me is because i want to like work in the film industry so i'm like yes for me it's just because i'm a feminist yeah <laughs> i mean i minored in women's studies in university so that's cool um anyway yeah i was just thinking about that the other day and how like i just named this like in the movies because i didn't want to name it something about like girls like something specific about us because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like, oh, this is for two girls. chicks talking about movies, chick flicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, everyone's got an angle. This is because our hours. angle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think because of that, um, we're also very interested in like the other kind of diversity that needs to be talked about race and lgbt yeah. we're always always talking about that as well, well once you're kind of aware of just the like oppression mm-hmm. in general of one subsect you're kind of become aware of it all okay we're getting sidetracked but there's this amazing like quote or tweet or something i've seen online of um that someone said social injustice is are like um traffic laws like if you don't know them, you can just kind of ride down the road. But then once you learn, like mm-hmm. in driver's ed or whatever, once you learn all the rules, then you see the like <laughs> bad things everywhere, everywhere that everyone's doing. So like once you're aware of like some level of like social injustice and all this stuff, like you see it everywhere <laughs> and you're going to that. talk about it because you're, yeah. Yeah. That's what's happened. We've started, and now we just... Now it's everywhere. We, like, I'm just angry all the time. Yeah, we're just angry feminists now. <laughs> I can't watch a movie without, like, anal- overanalyzing, like, how many women are in this? Why is that woman talking like that? Why are there so many men all <laughs> on my screen? And they're all white. <laughs> so many white men. I know. Yeah. Once uh. you start, you can't stop. <laughs> Basically. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so watching Miyazaki Side movies track. are just a nice relief. It's just like good times, nice. smooth sailing, just happy to watch um, some great female characters. It's pretty wonderful. I like it. And you get different, I mean, they're usually young girls, but you mm-hmm. get some different ages with some of them. Yeah. Yeah, even if, like, the kind of hero is a young girl, there's always other women in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with a little bit about Hayao Miyazaki slash Studio Ghibli, um, if you're not aware. Um, it was founded, um, by Hayao Miyazaki and... I'm not going to try to pronounce their names, I'm sorry. Um, another director <laughs> and a producer who all worked on, um... Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind in 1984. And then, so that's usually included like in Studio Ghibli when people talk about that's the first one, but technically it was founded just after that. Um, And so, yeah, since then, um, that's kind of 
when people talk, talk about Studio Ghibli, they kind of start with that, and then there's, like, Kiki's Delivery... I should have the list in front of me. Kiki's Delivery Service. Totoro would Totoro, be before Kiki's. Totoro, Kiki's, Princess Mononoke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's literally a computer in front of me. I could look it up, but... Um, <laughs> th- I'm just yeah. going off the top of my head, because really. this is what, like, people would probably be talking about. Um, Princess Mononoke, <laughs> Totoro... Ponyo, Spirited Away, I don't know. The big ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just look up Miyazaki and you'll see, like, a compilation of all the, like, characters all together in something, probably. Because they're all similar enough that there's, like, a consistency with the movies. Um, Definitely. Female heroes and all his themes. Um, So I almost get them confused sometimes. Yeah, they all have similar kind of stories mm-hmm. and themes, for sure. He's very yeah. consistent with, like, his storytelling and his point of view. Yeah. Which is, we are talking about this before, like, in some filmmakers, when they do kind of the same thing over and over again, you might be annoyed and be like, make something different. But I think, partly because they are female characters, we'll never get sick of seeing more female stars in movies. And also because they're fantasy, like, they are actually so different. Yeah. But they have, like, similar themes or, like, sometimes they look similar as well because they're all, like we said, nature is a theme and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think, too, just the fantasy element, like, in terms of, like, the actual visuals are all different and so beautiful Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's not, you don't get bogged down with, like... Mm -hmm. When you're doing kind of the same story over and over again, but it's, like, with real live action people, it's harder it's to kind of, like, make it similar. look different. And, yeah. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's animation never... It's not, like, we're using actors and stuff yeah. that looks very similar. It's going to be different every time. Yeah. Yeah, so... Miyazaki. Great filmmaker. <laughs> um, has a lot of recurring themes. Like, we talked about nature, mm-hmm. um, and it's often nature kind of versus technology or, like, kind of humans, industrialism, kind of that kind of thing. It's really big in Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind. I don't know if I'm pronouncing Nausicaa right. Um, <laughs> you are, as far sure. as I'm concerned. Um, it's, um, like, post-apocalyptic and... There's giant bugs in the forest, which are kind of seen as, like, the enemy, but then she comes to understand them, and so... And then in that way, it's similar to Princess Mononoke, because San in Princess Mononoke is kind of guarding the forest and the spirits in there Mm -hmm. against... And she's very against humans in this, like, mining town and stuff, so... Yeah. um, I would agree. Environmentalism and... um, one of the articles I was reading talked about, and he represents a lot of the times the nostalgia for a time when people lived more in harmony and in tune yes. with nature. Yeah, I read something about that too, about for Princess Mononoke, because it takes place in, I forget the years now, but like 15, like 100 something, like okay, 1000 yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he said something about like, yeah, people being more in touch with nature back then and, um, all this change was happening with, like, mining and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he shows that, I guess, a lot, too. Kind of, like, the vanishing nature in the world. Yes. Um, it's a pretty important topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Given today's current <laughs> environmental challenges. <laughs> yes. Um, kind of along with that, there's also a lot of themes of war and our heroes or yeah. someone being pacifist. And kind of um, the difficulty of maintaining that in war times. Like, Princess Mononoke, she's trying to, like, protect her forest and stuff. But at times, she contemplates, like, destroying the heart of the forest, kind of. Like, just to... I think... Sorry, I didn't rewatch like a, this one I was like, recently, like but... Quick death? <laughs> yeah, kind of, like, because the humans are kind of moving in on the forest and kind of, like, yeah. to destroy before they can get to it kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's what I mean, like, the conflict of, like, there is a war, like, we're talking about, like, 
living in nature and then like human industrialism is like edging in and like trying to remain pacifist gotcha. within that um that's a theme um there's literally wars in um how's moving castle in um kiki's delivery service it apparently takes place in a sort of alternate past where worlds war one and two didn't happen oh i did not know that yeah and it's like in the 50s and like the wars didn't happen so hmm I did yeah. not know that. So even, like, <laughs> without it being in the war, being in the movie, he's still kind of making a statement about yeah. war. Yeah, he definitely uh, shows a contempt for war in his films. Mm-hmm. And um, they were using an example from Howl's Moving Castle in this article. Because he was like, even though Howl's kind of, like, in the war in yeah. part of the film instead of like directly attacking he kind of uses his skill to like fool defenders and or mm-hmm. and or attackers and like draw them off so other people can escape and stuff he doesn't yeah. like show direct conflict and when he does in his films it usually comes at a very high cost mm-hmm. so he obviously has some feelings about <laughs> he's also in some of these things i read about uh, interviews. He talks about like capitalism and all that kind of like political kind of stuff that would go along with war, and that's what he's kind of speaking against. Mm-hmm. When he makes these kind of movies. Um, so yeah, and obviously we've talked about the strong, independent young yes. women <laughs> that are his heroes. Um, yeah, best part. And <laughs> there's usually. Like an older woman, like the witch, or sometimes she's like kind of the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But because he gives them such interesting characters, there's still redeemable qualities in all the yeah some so-called villains. The villains are never just like like Bond villains or like you know something like that. There's mm-hmm. always a reason behind what they do, or like a way that you can see how they like they got to be the, the person that they are. Yeah. Um. In we're talking like Yubaba and Spirited Away. It's like you see other facets of her life. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned like when Chihiro does well, she's like, Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Chihiro. Yeah, she's not completely <laughs> evil. No. That she wouldn't like honor the oath to hire anyone who asks and like reward good work. And, you know, yeah. She's just trying to run her business. In Howl's Moving Castle, the Witch of the Waste is, like, in love with Howl and just wants... Yeah. She really just wants him to love her back. Yeah. And so when she saw Romantic Rivals, she was like, no. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad when you think about it. Yeah, she seems like just an angry old lady, and then you realize, like, oh, she used to be beautiful. She used to she's be kind beautiful. of turned herself <laughs> ugly by being ugly on the inside. Yeah. I know. And she's actually quite a pathetic character. Just being kind of lovesick, and yeah. and then she's like that old woman. She's like, "Ooh, doggy." I know. I know. She turned. She like. She has like four words for like a large section of the movie, and then she's yeah. still old, but like has her wits more about her. Or yeah, she comes back I mentally know. a little bit. Like, for a while, she's sure. just like, "Ooh, Ooh doggy." What a pretty fire. Ooh, yeah. doggy. <laughs> oh yeah, and then she like steals fire. Damn it! Yeah, it's such a good movie. I know. I, um, I. It was my first time watching that one. I really, 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 really enjoyed that one. Yeah, really. I liked all of them. I really enjoyed them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might be my favorite, too. Um, so good. Yeah, we both, um, just in preparation for this, watched Spirited Away, obviously, Howl's Women Castle, Kiki's Delivery Service, and My Neighbor Totoro. Yeah. I have seen, I think, pretty much all the other Miyazaki Studio Ghibli movies, I have except seen- some of the most recent ones. Yeah, and but those are I've seen your four. First time. Yeah. yeah, I'd seen Spirited Away more than once before, but I'd never seen anything else. And now you want more? Now I want more. Yay! <laughs> Totoro is my least favorite still. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like a kids movie. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's things I really liked about it, but really dislike that child. <laughs> 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 it makes me feel like I'm like a terrible person, but I'm like, she I mean, irri- she's an annoying she irritated the shit out of me the whole movie. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm the youngest and I never had to deal with that from like a sibling. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. 
I think when I think of Totoro, I just kind of think of it's like cute when they're like running around the house with the soot sprites Mm -hmm. which of course remind me of the soot yeah that's another scene he's done that more than once yeah um yeah and i just think of like the weird totoros like that weird night with the pulling up the plants yeah (laughs) i just love totoros and when they're like waiting at the bus stop with the umbrella and he like shakes Cute. <laughs> it is cute. That, those are the things I liked yeah. about it. I just okay. So you just you know. hate annoying little girls. Yeah, yeah. I kind like of. quite liked her sister. I like Satsuki. Mm-hmm. Satsuki. Satsuki. Yeah, um, yeah. We were talking about um, Totoro in that their mom's in the hospital, mm-hmm. and that creates like an interesting family dynamic. And it's not a big drama part of it, and she doesn't die in the end, or yeah. like it, her death doesn't like set off the plot it's just kind of their family and it's just showing like a different type of family and uses it in a different way than i think like americans movies would where it's just all very dramatic and it's just kind of like this is their family and this is what's going on right now and like it affects the girls and they have like a little discussion at the end where she's like i think me being in here affects them more than they let on Mm -hmm. but like because they seem so brave they're still just like girls and they like play and they go to school and they like you know what i mean like they do all the normal things it's just Mm -hmm. moms in the hospital it's just something yeah yeah also (laughs) i think they're in the hospital and her mom's like oh you didn't have school day and she's like yeah it was like a rice planting day or something and i was like I, I grew up in America. I mean, not America, but North America. Yeah. And I was like, we don't have that. <laughs> we don't have rice planting day. It was something like that. It was some, yeah. I don't know. It just, it was yeah. a line like that where I was like, foreign film. Okay. Yeah. Once in a while you're reminded that this is Japan. Right? Yeah. I mean, other than just looking at it. Of course. That's another reason I love Totoro, their house. I, I love know. their house. With all the, like, sliding door things, and, like, it's so, like, open and cool. Yeah. It makes me want to live in, like, a Japanese house, you know, in the country. I was like, I'll live out in the country. Preferably yeah, with sure. some Totoro. Well, like, I can't guarantee <laughs> but, that. I mean, or, like, a really big tree, at yeah. least. Yeah. That's really cool. I'm Again, with the nature. <laughs> the big tree, she and then they grow nature. things for their mom. And the seed, the acorns are the always acorns, falling. Yeah. You're consistent, Miyazaki. You are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we could talk about, like, all these themes in, like, every single movie, but we're not. Yeah. Um, flight? Flight is another one. There's always flying machines. He really likes Kiki flying. Kiki flies, yeah. That seems more like... A personal flies like a interest, yeah, yeah, just a little trademark as opposed to like a theme. There's flying in like every movie, literally, yeah. Because I'm like spirited away, she flies on Haku, yeah. Kiki, she's on a broom, yeah. Like the other ones, there's like flying machines, zeppelins, can fly, yeah, (laughs) Um, and is a bird, yeah. There's birds, yeah. And, yeah, and um, Kiki's so much of it is even, like, about flight itself. Yeah, it's the boy's that. really interested in making yeah. a flying machine. There's also a movie, which I haven't seen, called Porco Rosso, which is about a pilot and a, the kind of, our female hero in that one is the mechanic who fixes it for him kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, there's always flying machines. You like flying. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I like that he has, like, these kind of trademarks. Yeah. Even, like, there's the bigger themes, but then there's also these other little things that you can just expect to go along with the, like, obviously the visual animation style is always very similar, so, you know, you can spot a Miyazaki movie. Or give me... Yeah, no kidding. Um, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? Go into like specific stuff. Awkward pause. We always have at least one. We're doing pretty good up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we didn't plan this out. We're just like, let's talk about it. Um, oh, let's com- do a little uh, Disney comparison. Okay. I mean, Disney releases the English jobs. We talked about that. But like, mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, these are like fairy tales. Our other popular fairy tales are Disney princess fairy tales. And what most of us grew up on. Yeah. yeah. 
if not actually Disney, similar to that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the biggest difference is our female heroes are actually the female heroes. Yeah, it's not a damsel in distress situation in every film where she needs to be rescued by a man. Yeah, she has... And just generally, there are characters in Miyazaki movies, and Disney's, especially the early fairy tale ones, are just very fairy tales where there are no... There's no character. Like I said, it's just fairy tales. And then this happens, and then this happens. Yeah, and it's like, oh, this is a good person, this is a bad person. Yeah. I agree. Especially, like, villains you see in particular. Like, Disney, it's like, Ursula is just bad. Yeah, There's well, no I mean, explanation. They didn't really um, improve on the fairy tales in that way. Like, fairy tales are just morality tales. Mm-hmm. There's just, like, like I said, this happens and then this happens and this evil person is good person and this. And in the end, bad dies and good learns lesson. Yeah. And they just kind of went with that, Disney. Whereas Miyazaki took kind of the essence of fairy tales and learning lessons, but then... Just gave everyone actual characters, Character. and the lessons are like not so black and white, and like no, it's more like about he like he has all his themes, but finding your strength and like learning you can do, yeah, yeah. Disney, though, interestingly, now they're releasing these live action versions. They mm. seem to be going a lot more into like creating characters and well rounded people. Yes, I found I just recently watched the Cinderella live action, and mm-hmm. I didn't find that that was much better. They give her some more story, like, with her mother and stuff, which was nice. Yeah, but... you learn more about her mother, and in terms of, like, her evil stepmother... They're still I... just, like, bitches for no reason. <laughs> Pretty much. I feel like you learn, like, a little bit more in terms of, like... It's hard being a poor woman at that be... time, so yeah. you had to marry rich. But, um, it's kind of a hard one to really, like, expand that much, because, like, there's no reason to ever treat a child like that, so... Like, yeah. what can you really do to, like... Make somebody feel better about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forget, did they do the ending where they get their eyes pecked out in that one? Yeah, and they, like, cut off. Yeah, they did. They did the cutting off of the feet, and then they, like, the sisters get their eyes pecked out, and then the mo- something, well, the mother just has to stay with the annoying sisters or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like that because I like the gory well, yeah, uh, the traditional stuff yeah. that Disney took out, sanitized. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Miyazaki doesn't have any gory endings, but That's um, okay. <laughs> we don't do need them. Le- we learn lessons in more mm-hmm. interesting ways, and it gives young girls like good role models of like Absolutely. women who are capable. Like even if they don't think they're capable, they kind of just are like, "Well, I have to figure it out." Yeah. So might as well just go. So many of these situations are like, I'm suddenly in this crazy world. I gotta figure it out. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what like going into like being a teenager. You're kind of like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Okay, even like going into adulthood, it's the same thing. You're like, yeah. what the what the shit? Every day of adulthood is like, fuck. I'm an adult. I have to figure this shit out. Literally now. every day. Yeah. If anyone's young is listening, oh, yeah. Um, there's no such thing as being an adult. I have zero answers Just, for you. <laughs> you always think people older than you or, like, people around your age are like, oh, there's so much more adult and they've got their shit figured out. No. No, no none all, of us do. We're all just <laughs> trying our best. <laughs> I mostly try and, like, feed and dress myself every day. Like. That's what being an adult is. Yeah. Yeah. Just surviving. Trying to have some fun making podcasts. (laughs) Yeah, so, Mm. um, Disney sucks. Uh, (laughs) That's the lesson here. Um, yeah, and like, I've, there's a good article which will be linked, um, kind of comparing Disney and Miyazaki, and she also mentioned like, the men don't have great characters in Disney fairy tales either. They're very flat as well. And also just prized for their, like, status and, and looks. looks. And, yeah. Yeah. Everyone in these I want to marry are... the prince. Yeah, like, it's why? always a prince. <laughs> always a prince and a princess. And Mizaki's like, how about just a girl doing some yeah. awesome stuff? And a boy that she does not fall in love with, but yeah. she does love. And howls they fall in love in the end, kind of. They, yeah, but that is born out of, like, a romantic 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 romantic. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, she's pretty old. For yeah, she looks like an old lady most of the movie, and they and still he, fall in love, which is actually super sweet. And he's kind of like a, oh my god, get over yourself. Oh my god, yeah. Um, a kind of obvious comparison between Disney and Miyazaki is The Little Mermaid, which is what Ponyo is also based on, and then the Disney The Little Mermaid, Ariel wants to be human to be with Eric. And, I mean, we go into this about how she, like, loses her voice and doesn't speak and does everything for him. Um, whereas Ponyo... The perfect woman. Yep. Ponyo is a little fish in the ocean. There's, like, a wizard under the sea. He has, like, a bunch of fish. And she just decides that she wants to go up to the surface and Check be it a out. human. And she kind of escapes and then turns from a fish to a fishy human into a little girl and she makes friends with a little boy and they love each other and it's super cute yeah yeah totally it's better yeah not everything needs to be like about this like grand romantic prince and princess and they get married at the end like it's just interesting because like that's very like classical like comedy or Mm -hmm. like in terms like Shakespearean times right like you end with a wedding and I'm like okay well it's been like 400 years (laughs) we don't need to keep doing that yeah (laughs) they seem so like sweet like as far as like watch this kids but when you look at it you're like that is a terrible thing to tell little girls that every like you have to end up married to a man and like that's your goal in life is to whereas in Miyazaki it's like Save your parents who have turned into pigs. I know. Or, like, start your own business. Yeah. (laughs) I love that about you. I know. 13, go off on your own, start your own delivery business. Um, They're all so capable. Yeah. I love it. It is awesome. Yeah, don't wait for, don't wait to be rescued. Save yourself. Yeah. And your new friend. Yeah, well, that's just (laughs) because that's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I love that they all have, like, great friendships. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of relationships we should be teaching kids about, how to just... Be friends. And, friendship and, yeah. like, love. Just pure friendship kind of, you know. Agreed. Not aspiring to romance kind of love. <sighs> anyway, I wish I had these movies when I was growing up. Me too. Awesome. Whenever someone says that, I'm like, what? How did you, what? I know. <laughs> you had these growing up? It's not fair. And I, I want them. I was like, seven. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like There's 17 no or 18 when, like, Spirited Away kind of, like. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't until that, but it was, like, like, 10 years ago, yeah. You know, available to, like, rent and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. people were like, I watched Kiki's Delivery Service when I was a kid, and I was like, how? What? I know. Why? I didn't... Was I missing out on a satellite or something? Was I it on TV? Like... Well, I didn't did have cable, to, so I don't know. Did you go to super cool anime video rental stores? Because they weren't in my shop. I know, and that's the thing. It's like, I rented a lot of... My, my family is a movie family, mm-hmm. but they weren't movies that really were available when mm-hmm. I was a child. They weren't at the video flicks, okay? <laughs> no. Um... What else do we want to say about Miyazaki? Just awesome. Pretty awesome. Watch them all. Yeah, I (laughs) I watched four, and now I'm like, okay, so I'm going to go watch all of the rest of them Mm -hmm. and buy them all. (laughs) So you get all those audio and subtitle options. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be interested now, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I did my best with what I could find on the internet. Yeah. Um, Usually you can get... The uh, files that have them all layered in there. That's why I get MKV files. Yeah, anyway, I, we'll I, talk I, about our piracy yeah. later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the point is, um, Mizagi makes great movies. I love them. I love them. I love, <laughs> you know, I love fairy tales. Anything you do with fairy tales. And they are that kind of story. Mm-hmm. Along with like Alice in Wonderland, Wizard of Oz, those kind of magical worlds and... Yeah, and they're gorgeous. We didn't even talk about yeah. the animation. I was going to say, like, he makes beautiful films that, mm-hmm. you know, like, also have the most kick-ass heroines and... Just all amazing characters. Lessons. Think about and, any yeah. of them, and I was like, oh, yeah, our hero is this, but then I'm like, oh, but then, like, the guy in the movie is amazing, too. Oh, and, like, the evil witch is amazing. Like, Just the fire. <laughs> the fire the is, fire. like, an amazing, fully-rounded character. Yeah. <laughs> 
just... All he can do is flame, but... <laughs> I love <laughs> Just, like, talking about Howl's Moving Castle, I'm like, God damn it, I love it I so much. I'm, I get excited when I think about it now, so... Yeah. I'm just so in the mood for more Miyazaki and anime movies now, like... We'll have to talk again about anime, because there's yeah. more than Studio Ghibli to talk about. There's some other great ones. Well, it's interesting, too, because, like, generally anime, I've watched more anime television than I have films, oh, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon, Ruby, yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, I grew up with Sailor Moon, the yeah. English version, and then they came mm-hmm. out with the new version recently. Oh, yeah. This is... I don't think I've watched anime TV... Spirited Away was probably my first thing, and then it was like, oh, this is a thing, Miyazaki, this is a thing, Studio Ghibli, yeah. and I just went like, okay, I'll go get them all. <laughs> for me, it was Sailor Moon, for sure, and that was kind of like the time of like Sailor Moon and Pokemon and Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Z, they all oh, kind of yeah. came out, right? <laughs> um, and so like technically, anime-wise, like that was my first foray, but I understood it when I was that age as like, oh, it's a thing you watch as a kid, and then you grow out of it, and like that's... Spirited Away was very much more like, no, it's like an art form that's can yeah, be anime, for everybody. Animation isn't just for kids. I know, but, you know, yeah. it kind of has that stereotype, and it oh, yeah. shouldn't, because there's a lot of really good anime mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Some very it's... much for adults. Like, yeah. in terms of, like, yeah. I didn't mean, like, I mean, like, <laughs> themes and, like, that sort of, oh, like, yeah. the, the level of, like, maturity of the programming is... Oh, yeah. They're not dealing with, like, a 10-year-old I think or... maybe... In Japan, their culture, their film industry is, like, more accepting of, like, that's more, Mm -hmm. it's a completely legitimate, like, storytelling for any age, whereas here, we think animation, we think kids, Disney, Pixar. Yeah. And it's changing, but it's changing slowly. You know, it's like anything else. But, yeah, I'm thinking some of the other animes that I love, like Wolf Children, Mm -hmm. is not a kids movie like not even as much as Miyazaki's are there it's very it's very good damn it yeah. I just want to watch all these movies <laughs> and I'm just thinking like I don't have time I'm so busy like, <laughs> I know we it. are <sighs> anyway we'll uh maybe talk about that soon because we're gonna try and do a news uh, this week in the movies mm-hmm. episode hopefully for next week yeah yeah, so until then, <laughs> you can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com. If you have any thoughts, feelings that you'd like to share with us, you can also hit us up on Twitter at inthemoviespod, which we both checked. Tish checks more. Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> the one actually tweeting from it more. Yeah, but, I'm, um, I'm like once or twice I've done it. <laughs> Yeah, we like to keep you updated what we're watching, yeah. what's going on, when we go to advanced screenings, yeah. <laughs> um, which we've been to a couple lately, so head on over to my YouTube, uh, links in the thing, links, <laughs> links in the, I always want to say link in the description, because it is the description of this episode, but that's such a YouTube thing to say, link in the description, so link in the description <laughs> to my YouTube, um, yeah, um, some advanced screenings lately. Mm-hmm. And hopefully more. Yeah. Just always hoping for more. <laughs> and uh, with your job, of course, we'll be seeing some of the films at the yeah. Latin um, American Film Fest. Yeah. That'll be something different mm-hmm. and cool. Um, some different types of movies. Um, yeah. So links to the blog <laughs> for more links. Links for the links for the links. I need... To- I need to learn how to say this better, but also, like, I say it all the time, so just, like, you know. You know what I <laughs> That's mean. That's true. You yeah. know, you're on iTunes looking at the podcast, you read the description, <laughs> and there's links to things. It's, a, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this okay. is a mess. We're so not, have we're... a good week, guys. Bye. <laughs>